Welcome to His Beloved Catholic Podcast with Kendra Bartlett and Megan Copeland. I kind of have Ice Ice Baby in my head. <laughs> like, Ice is back because we're back. <laughs> oh, that's so random. And also, I'm recording. Oh, no. <laughs> we're Hi, back. <laughs> Hello. We're back. Kendra. <laughs> oh my, that's all the words I know. Oh. Ice is back with a brand new bitch. I probably you don't have... know every word to Ice Ice Baby? No, but you do. So. I totally do. <laughs> Tagging out. It's your turn. You were a kid in the 90s. Yes, you should know this. <laughs> so there was funny. a radio station in Dallas that played Ice Ice Baby for like two hours straight just on a loop. Are you serious? Because in its height. And the DJ got fired. <laughs> and I remember listening to it like, oh, it's playing again. Oh, it's playing again. And then it was like, okay, it's playing a lot. <laughs> We're done. That's so funny. That's Anyways, so funny. well, hello. Hi. Welcome back. Hi, friends. Oh, my goodness. It's been so long. I literally had to like dust off the microphone mics. Like, look how dusty they are. It's been <laughs> that long. so funny. Like, this is a, a real thing. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. Happy summer. Yeah. Been a good break. A lot of... A lot of things have happened. A lot of life has happened. Yeah, we haven't recorded since May, right? April, I think. April. Even. Like we put out a podcast in June, but yeah. I think we hadn't actually sat. Yeah, that's true. Since about April. That's true. And yeah. I feel like God's moving our spiritual lives at like the speed of light right now. So yeah. I feel like a totally different person than I was in April. <laughs> like, Me too. But it was so good. I, I mean, there's seasons whenever I feel like we have to back off a little bit Mm -hmm. um and as much as we love recording we love this ministry and we love pouring out to others um I think the Lord just really gave us permission in a really sweet way to say I I I got this Mm -hmm. you know like I'm gonna be working in their lives and um and I need to work in yours too and give you this time to just breathe and rest and receive yeah, my spiritual director, I guess it was around April, said that this is going to be a season of rest for you. And I was like, mm. I don't want that to be a season of rest for me. <laughs> you don't like slowing down. I don't. I just, I don't yeah. know. I like to go. I like to see um, the Lord move. But yeah. but yeah, it's been really, really good. And we had a lot of fun too. We did some crazy things. So we thought yeah. on this podcast, there's a lot of, there's kind of a theme that's been brewing all summer long for both of us. Mm. And um and so we thought maybe we would just kind of pull together all of these things that have happened to us in the theme of wonder, yeah. of like wonder and awe of the Lord. Yeah. Our kids go to a school that's a classical school, and so it's built around wonder and mm-hmm. inspiring the desire for just discovery and of learning yeah. and of why do things happen the way they are and just having awe and creation and all the things. And Yeah, and I think... Um, when, when I hear the word wonder, I feel like wonder and awe. Like, what is a disposition that one has to take to be in a place to have wonder and awe over something or someone or mm-hmm. a subject or something, right? And so I feel like it has to be a disposition of receptivity mm-hmm. so that you can fully receive what it is you're experiencing right and 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 pertaining to god the father like the spirit of receptivity to like take a step back and just witness not only the the incredible things he's created but what he's doing in big ways Mm -hmm. and small ways in people's lives and your life and that sort of thing and um i really got to experience that in some really amazing ways this summer um so i love that you mentioned yeah well how often do we miss out on what he's doing yeah or how often do people say 
well, God doesn't do miracles anymore. Like, yeah, yeah he does every yeah, single does. day. We just don't yeah. even notice it yeah. because there's so much going on and we aren't able to receive it all. Yeah. When I first became Catholic and would help with uh, confirmation classes and stuff before I was youth minister, you know, we always like teach the gifts of the spirit. To mm-hmm. the kids. And the one that always stood out to me was wonder and awe. Mm. I just always want to have awe yeah. at the Lord. I, I want to sit at his feet in adoration and just be blown away mm-hmm. by by it all, by everything, by who he is and by what he's done. And and I think we tend to lose that sense of wonder when mm-hmm. we get more wrapped up in life or in um, rigidity in our faith. And yeah. like just to go back to that childlike place of yeah. being a child and looking at, like, think about the way that kids look at the world yeah. with so much expectation, so much excitement, like the glitter in their eyes. Yeah. And to just kind of go back into that place in our faith of like having that that wide-eyed wonder yeah. at who he is and what he's done. I'm reading a book um, by Francis Chan called Crazy Love. Oh, you are? Yeah, that. it came out yeah, that's, a that's long his, time. It's like one of his original. That's his like, famous one. First books, yeah. yeah. Uh, my husband actually got it for both of us to read whenever we went on our two-week vacation. And him and I both like got halfway through the first chapter. That's as far as we got. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm going to read it now. Um, but it talks about that. Like it really puts it in perspective – um, and I'm just halfway through it, but the uh, magnitude of God mm-hmm. and how powerful he is and how mm-hmm. little we are, um, but how, uh, how loving and tender he is, mm-hmm. right? And so to, he, he has a video as well that he made with the book, and um, it just goes through like the 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 tiny little minuscule things that just have to happen, had to have happened for us to even be alive right here in this mm. place, you know, with all of our organs and how they work and, and just the intricacy of everything. And um, it's just really cool just to take a step back and look and, and just watch him move and to receive his might, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It, it's almost hard to receive it all because there's so yeah. much. And you went on a big trip this summer. And yeah, got yeah. Like so much of his creation. Oh, man, yes. And you know, do you remember like way back in June that this was like our vacation Bible school theme? Oh, that's true. You like lived the vacation Bible school theme. <laughs> that's true. Over the that's summer. true. Even the pictures too. <laughs> you actually <laughs> went to the place where they yes. were like, so I was the person who was like the upfront. And so I'm like showing them these pictures and talking about the grandioseness of God and how he's huge and mighty yeah. and he's made all this creation and he's able to form these rock formations in Utah yeah. and Arizona, but then how he loves them dearly in the tiny mm-hmm. little places of their hearts. And I'd never been to any of those places and you hadn't either, but then you went on a trip like yeah, two weeks later yeah. and experienced all that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we took a two week trip. Um, we went to the Grand Canyon and we camped out there for couple of nights and then we went to Zion National Park and camped there and then we went to Mesa Verde uh, the cliff dwellings and we stayed in a yurt which was so <laughs> fun so fun um how many days did you not have a real shower oh gosh we haven't even really talked about this yeah we have like it the ground running with life <laughs> that's so true okay so we had a sh- we got to shower once at the Grand Canyon once but it's and so like, weird I don't know what is wrong with with everywhere but Texas because Texas is amazing but the parks charge for showers. What? Yes. Isn't that weird? And so we're like trying to do this two-week trip on a tight How budget. Much? And so, of course, showers aren't like super important. Um, How much so did the, they charge? So the West of the Grand Canyon, it was like, 
what was it like a dollar for five minutes or whatever but for Any time you eight people <laughs> yeah but what we so we get in there for the showers and um and the water turns on and we're like oh good okay and it's warm and so me and Stella go first we're like you know tag teaming people you know, we get in and they get out super fast and we had our quarters ready and so we're like okay I guess you know, someone's quarters are, you know, running over from the last time they showered. And so it's warm. And then all of a sudden it gets freezing cold. Like, oh my gosh. So I thought that the quarters were to turn the water on. Turns out the quarters were to give you hot water. Oh no. And so, Did Stella and just so, die? Stella and I were like, oh, we got to go fast. And then, so Philomena and Faustina are showering a couple stalls down. And by the time I figured this out, they're already done. And they had an entire cold shower. Oh. <laughs> I felt so bad for them. So then I put quarters in and Bless it got hot hearts. again. And Francesca had a nice, wonderful hot shower the whole time. Um, so we showered once there. And then we get to Zion. And going into Zion, um, the the camping site, as like right there, doesn't have showers. So you had to drive into town to wow. use like laundromat shower areas. And for, their, for them, it was, I think... Um, it was a couple dollars for five minutes. And so with eight people, that adds up, you know. And so we ended up getting one of those tree things that you hang from a tree. And so <laughs> so we rinsed off in that and, you know, in sports bras and shorts and that sort of thing. And it, it was just the adventure of it all, yeah. you know. It was just fun. Memories. Living off the land, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and then from there we went on to um, a Catholic family camp called Annunciation in Estes Park, Colorado. And that's where the, the Copelands and mm-hmm. Megan and her family were there and then some other amazing Texas families. So Texas kind of took over that camp. Yeah. Um, so it was just an amazing adventure. Um, there were, you know, bumps along the road, moments where kids didn't get along, like where our stuff was all over the place. And But I think the, the beauty of letting go and just letting it be what it was and not shooting for perfection mm-hmm. of this, you know, Pinterest worthy vacation or whatever. It was really beautiful, um, bonding as well. We saw, you know, just, just some surfacey level things like how much better our kids get along when they don't have media. Mm. Um, so when we got back, we like stripped down media big time for our family. Um, how, you know, the kids just got along so well played and it was really good for Chris and I, um, for our marriage. You know, little things like um, he was the one that went and filled up the jugs of water so that I can cook and we can have old water bottles and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And and I did it once and I could barely carry the big old thing back. Are and, massive. Yeah, and it, it just really helped me step back and appreciate all the things he does for our family and how much I don't recognize those things mm-hmm. and acknowledge him for those things. And and so even even coming back, I've gotten back into like not verbalizing those things. And I realized just the other day, I was like, I need to keep doing that because he does Mm. so much for our family and he would do the same for me. And it was really filled my bucket. It was really sweet. Um, but okay. So spiritually though, so going on this big trip, I'm like, okay, God has set this time apart for us. He has this big thing for me. You were ready. And so I was so ready. Yes. And so we get it, we get into the Grand Canyon and it's amazing. It is just breathtaking and it was one of those things that I had never experienced this before um but our campsite was right like we could walk and just sit on the edge and just look at the the beauty um and so I had some moments where I kind of slipped away by myself and and got to sit and just pray and um you know I was in a I wasn't in a disposition of receptivity I was in a position of like I'm ready for you, God. And so I was looking and watching and almost grasping for... Kind of pushing. Yeah, grasping yeah. for these big, incredible moments that 
I knew he had for me. Um, and so Megan actually texted me after the Grand Canyon on our way to Zion. And she was like, you know, I'm just praying for you. I feel like this is just a sweet season for you just to rest and receive. And it was so like, Holy spirit mm-hmm. just spoke through you right there so deeply because, um, I was, I was able to shift me from the, the grasping and looking for what mm-hmm. he has for me to receiving and just sitting back and letting him work. Um, but there was a moment whenever I was sitting on the edge of the Grand Canyon and there was a storm coming in across the way and it was so beautiful. Like I could see the lightning and it was far away. Um, but it was so clear. I can see the lightning. I can see the rain and it was coming over the flat part and it was about to go down into the canyon. Um, and God just stirred my heart so deeply, so beautifully as it came across, like I could see, you know, how it's just like this dark, you can tell where the rain starts and stops, you know, Mm -hmm. the edge of the rain cloud. Um, it started to move over the canyon and I just got this overwhelming sense of, just the beauty of how deeply God goes into the deep trenches of our hearts where we Ooh, don't even into the depths see are there. Right. Yeah. Mm. It was just really beautiful to witness that. And like the, the wind was so loud. I felt like it was just his breath breathing around me and, um, it was just breathtaking. And it was one of those things where, um, I, there was so much beauty that I felt my human limitation of receiving it all. Mm. And like, I wanted more. I was like, I, but I couldn't, it was, yeah. it was so crazy to, to feel that and experience that. It was so beautiful. And then we go to the, the, to Zion, um, and our campsite. So instead of being like on top and looking down in Zion, you're down looking up. And our oh, campsite cool. was just surrounded by these magnificent rock formation cliffs, um, just beautiful seeing the different lines in the rocks and how they came about. Like just, just, just thinking about like the creation of all of this, you know, just Mm -hmm. God is just so creative. And so that was where I was able to rest and receive. And we, it was hotter than snot there. And so like going to bed, it was like 87 degrees. So we had our, our fly off the tent and um, the stars were just, magnificent and so I was laying there on my cot and Chris had already fallen asleep I couldn't sleep yet so I was just looking at the stars and um and I got to think about Abraham and how um he had been wanting a descendant just one just one you know him Mm -hmm. and Sarah wanting descendant and they were so patient and so faithful and then God tells him I will give you descendants that number the stars and so I'm Mm -hmm. sitting here looking up seeing all these stars and like thinking about Abraham and how he's like, he kind of blew him off. Like, no, yeah, he, won't. he laughed. He <laughs> laughed. Yeah. And Sarah laughed too. And, um, and I just, it just made me think about how oftentimes we put God in a box mm. and, and God outdid himself. Like yeah. his descendants numbered the stars, you know, Abraham's in, um, and just how many times we put God in a box and how we, if we just took the tarp off the tent and, and just looked as, at his magnificent scent, sorry, magnificence, um, and just saw what he can do and rest there, trusting that he is moving and working when we don't have to do anything in the mm-hmm. hearts of us and the hearts of our family, yeah. our, our spouses, our children. And, um, and just being like docile to the, to the movement of the Holy spirit and, 
And sometimes that means just being still and not doing anything. Yeah, because Sarah tried to grasp and force it. Right, yeah, 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 she did. And it didn't turn out well. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 also at, the, at Zion, um, God gave us like a double rainbow mm-hmm. over the cliff over our campsite. And it was just so beautiful. It was just breathtaking. Just so much, I don't know, just so much beauty and... Um, and, and at the same time, like for Chris and I, um, like I saw scales removed from both of us in our marriage in a really Mm. beautiful way. We, um, you know, living so close for two weeks and having to be very good about communication with what we're doing. Um, it it really allowed some ugly parts to come out, you know? And so Mm. we were able to really talk through some things and, um, and there was some just really, just beautiful moments of God um, just healing parts of our marriage and awakening us to how he's moving in our marriage and Mm. um, opening Chris and I both up to um, a new, I guess, adventure coming down the line um, that I knew that God was calling us to, but I knew (laughs) it had to be like God working on Chris's heart and he did in the most incredible way. Yeah, and, that was cool. Um, yeah. So that was another moment where like y'all were having, you were praying about something over here and I didn't know it over here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Megan, I was thinking about that yesterday and, um, cause we hadn't really talked. I mean, you had no cell service. So right. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you messaged, did you message Chris too? Yeah. You must. Yeah. Of us. I messaged both of you. Yeah. About this, this beautiful opportunity with encounter ministries and, um, and it was something that I w- that was stirring on my heart that I knew God was calling us both to, but yeah, I hadn't told you about it yet. Um, and you were doing this summer intensive with Encounter, and um, you were like, I really feel like Chris needs to do this. I think it will bless him and you and all this stuff. And I was like, funny. I was just thinking the same thing. And so... Um, and that was such a funny moment because I was listening to this online talk, and I felt the Lord say, you need to invite Chris mm-hmm. to Encounter, mm-hmm. to join the Encounter Ministries. And, and I tried to shy away from it. I yeah. wanted to like change my wording and be like, if you want to, or I don't know if this is true. And I tried to like put in all these little like disqualifying statements. And he uh-huh. was like, that's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I want you to say. This is what your ministry needs. And yeah. the Lord told me you need to sign up. And I'm like, yeah. okay. <laughs> and then I, like, I sat there with it in my hand for a little bit. And I was like, do I just send this to Kendra? Do I send it to Chris? Who do I send it to? And, uh, and he was like, you need to send it to both of them. Yeah. And and then I was scared. You yeah. Because like, it's hard to, to, I don't know. I don't want to yeah. offend anybody. I don't yeah. want to be like this weird person. But it was so neat because then you immediately texted back and said, we had just had a conversation about yeah. this. And I was like, yeah. It's just, it's amazing. It's amazing. It, but again, that's like one of those moments of like, in the middle of this grandiose world and this huge yeah. creation, all the things he made, he cares about that little tiny yes. next step in the Bartlett family right, life. Right, right, right. And and you were in a place of receptivity to receive that and to act on it like you were docile mm-hmm. by the, to the Holy Spirit to be able to move and that blessed us and him just to open it up a little bit more, you know? Yeah. It's just really cool how that, that all happened. Well, you know yeah. what I love about your trip is that you went into it with a mindset of like, God's going to show up here. Yeah. This is not just a vacation. This is, it was almost like a retreat for your family. It was. It yeah. was. I mean, we actually did end up with at a, a retreat, retreat yeah. at the end. But <laughs> even before that, it was like you went into it with this mindset of like, 
we're going to unwind and we're going to, mm-hmm. you know, slow down life and we're going to allow movement of the Holy Spirit within my entire family. Yeah. And we're going to look for God and we're going to watch for God and his beauty. Yeah. And yeah. maybe some of that had to do with Vacation Bible School that we'd all just talked about. Maybe this. so, right? I know. <laughs> and the kids were yeah. on board with that too because they yeah. had just experienced it all at Vacation Bible School. Yeah. But even Philomena, what did you say she said going into it? Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. And, yeah, we were talking. I was like, what are you so excited about the trip? And and she was like, I'm just really looking forward to feeling tiny. I love it when I feel tiny. I was like, that is so profound. And so going into that trip, I I was like, okay, I'm going to go with this mindset. And, And amidst this incredible creation... I felt so small and yet he was moving in such big ways yeah. at the same time. Like it was, and I think that is such a good disposition to have is this, um, I think it leads to, to the virtue of humility. I think it leads to docility. I think it helps us to let go. I think it helps us to be awakened, to see that God is moving whenever we allow ourselves to be tiny. And I think mm-hmm. that's what it means to be childlike. You yeah. know, God tells us to be childlike in our faith. And that's mm-hmm. like what he says is, he is who he says he is yeah. and he will be who he says he will be in mm-hmm. your life and in your family's lives. Be tiny and let it be. You know? I love that. And, and to have wonder. Yes. To notice, to yeah. to let your eyes sparkle and go, wow, look what God did today. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. And that's thing. what I love, just real quick, just yeah. to pour into you a little bit, is um, that's what I love about you. Like whenever we're planning an event, and, and even whenever it doesn't have anything to do with his beloved of Texas, um, by the way, are we taking off Texas? I don't know. We took it off the podcast. Yeah. It's okay. still part his of our beloved. Um, <laughs> we will forever claim Texas. Um, no, just kidding. Uh, but you, you just have this beautiful giddiness that happens. Um, <laughs> and it's this joy deep within that you can't contain. And it's like when people see that, they, they know it's yeah. God working. And that's what it means, I think, um, to have wonder and awe and to celebrate it mm-hmm. and to live and act on it. Yeah, Kendra says you can tell when the Holy Spirit's moving and we're like on the right track of planning something because I start jumping up and down yep. and screaming. <laughs> and it's funny because when you said that last time, I didn't even realize that I was like off the ground. Really, <laughs> it just that's really cute. It's just, it's just who it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other thing that I that I hear you saying, and this has been a theme for me um, since we went and saw Christopher West in April, is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is constantly talking about beauty mm-hmm. and how all beauty on earth, whether that's like the female form or mountains or yeah. ocean or whatever it is, this beautiful environment is all meant to point us back to something bigger than ourselves, the divine, mm-hmm. the the need for more. Yeah. Then, and, and we try to fill that void of beauty with sex and, you know, fancy cars and all these things that it can never be. Yeah if it's not God. And so you got to just spend this time in this place receiving that beauty mm-hmm. and you allowed your heart to turn it back to God, mm-hmm. not to just go, Oh, this is really pretty and move on, but like allowed it to transform you into desiring him more. Yeah. And yeah. he says that is basically the concept of theology of the body in a nutshell is mm-hmm. like a physical form that points you back to the beauty of God. Mm-hmm. And so for me, what's been really stirring for me lately is um, the beauty of Catholic churches. Oh, and yeah. this started like a year ago um, when I first went to New Orleans and walked into this old, beautiful church and was just like <gasps> blown away by it. And I couldn't, I could barely handle it. And um, and it's funny to me too, because being raised Protestant, we I, I actually grew up in a church that was like a traditional looking church. I wouldn't say it was like real beautiful or anything, mm-hmm. but it was traditional. 
Um, but then along the, the way, all that beauty was kind of stripped from, yeah. from churches. And I got used to that, of like seeing this kind of stark, cool looking environment. And, and I even got to the point where I, I don't know if it's, you want to say resented, but kind of questioned the Catholic church and why it would put so much into statues yeah. and gold and why does it have to be so over the top and, and couldn't that money feed the poor? And, yeah. and I had a lot of those kind of thoughts. And it, I think it might've been Chad that said to me, if you walk into a Protestant church versus walking into a Catholic church, they probably spend the exact same amount of money on the building. It's just where they put that money in the building. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That. He's like, you know, they focus on AV equipment and, TV, mm-hmm. you know, video and which is great. We need all that, mm-hmm. but they don't, it's, so it's all pretty much the same. And when he said that to me, I was like, Oh, okay. That, that, that levels out the playing field for me a little bit. Um, and even my old church was very stark. It was kind of like a modern-ish, mm-hmm. um, which I found beautiful at the time. But now it's like I hunger for this art and this old style of um, like 1800s architecture. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, I, can, I, I can't get enough of it. Can I share a story real quick? Yeah. Philomena, we were driving yesterday. And, and for some reason, she just got on the topic of architecture because she started to notice – as well, how it's changed because at Valor they're studying, uh-huh. you know, they study art and, right. and time periods and stuff like that. And um, and she was telling me a story about how her friend had a foreign exchange student this summer from France, and she got a bit homesick for beautiful architecture. Wow, isn't that amazing? And because so she's from France, where they have so much of it. Right, Ooh. right. And so they took her to, um, I think they took her to the cathedral downtown and it's it's beautiful uh-huh. and she walks in and she's like this is all you have this is not it this <laughs> is not, not enough. it right oh and, my goodness and it's, it's beautiful and and I was talking about this with her and I was like you know she has to go to like the painted churches or yeah the older style yeah yeah, yeah but I, I I don't know it was just interesting oh. how our hearts do desire and thirst for beauty because we we God, do. God is beauty, and it's a reflection of God, and it draws us to God. Okay, and it brings ahead. us Sorry, back to him. Yeah. Well, And I think what's really noticeable for me about it, too, is when my kids experience that mm-hmm. beauty in the church. And the other day, we were driving to um, go visit Chad's parents, and I was dropping the kids off at our ranch, which is um, about an hour outside of Austin. And I drove through this little town of Taylor, which I've driven through seven million times before. And a bunch of our friends, you know, go to school out there. And, and the outside of the church just looks like any old brown brick building you've ever seen in your whole life. Like, mm-hmm. it's just normal. And I never even thought twice about this church. But I saw a picture of it online mm-hmm. on the inside. And I was like, that's inside that church? Are you kidding me? <laughs> and so I, I, I said to the kids, hey, you guys, we're a little bit early. Do you want to stop and go to this church? And they were like why <laughs> they're not excited about it at all <laughs> they're like oh mom taking us to another church fine we'll go see jesus whatever and they were so not on board with it and we park and we get out and we go in and they were just blown away they were like oh. i mean you could just see like yeah. the deepest breath and oh and jesus is present on the altar oh wow yeah. he was fully exposed in the monstrance it was so cool and it was a church built in the 1880s just the exterior did not reflect what was inside. Yeah. And it was one of those old style churches. And I've decided these are the ones I love the most that have the altar in the middle and then an altar on each side. Oh, yeah. Those are my favorite with yeah. the big spires and this. And yeah. oh, I just love it so much. And I just watched each and every one of my kids. They were so content in that space. Mm. And Eli went up to the, to the Marian altar and, and knelt and prayed with Mary. And it was just so beautiful. 
And they said, Mom, thank you for taking us to that. Wow. They said, we didn't know what you were taking us to. We weren't excited about it. (laughs) And then we walked in and it was so cool. And so I dropped them off and then I came back and I I decided to go back to that church. And I just spent some time sitting there and I was like, Lord, what is it about this space that draws me to you? Like, why do I desperately need to be here? Yeah. And I was like, is it this town? Is it this church? Is it, what is it? And I think it's that beauty piece. Like I need to see reflected around me who God is in Mm. that host. Mm -hmm. I need to see his beauty because we so often totally miss it. Mm -hmm. And it reminds us of how deeply, deeply he loves us and the beauty of his love when we see the beauty around us. Mm -hmm. But we, we miss it all the time. And the other day I took, um, again, just driving randomly and we had a little extra time and I drove past St. Louis in Austin, um, which is a, a church that has like an old chapel and then a newer, um, sanctuary building. And I'd never been inside of it, but I've driven past it a million times. Yeah. And I took Tessa and, oh, just watching her. It's stunning. Oh my goodness. She gets it. Yeah. She's two years old and she can feel the power of the Lord in that space. Yeah. Even yeah. at our church last Sunday, I mean, she's our daily mass the other day. Yeah. She's like interacting with the priest from her little <laughs> spot. And she says, mom, look at the candles and the Aww. tabernacle and Jesus is in the tabernacle. And Aww. she just, she's drawn so much mm-hmm. to the reverence mm-hmm. of the beauty that is. And I think that's a lot of like catechesis of the good shepherd too, is yeah, allowing yeah. children to dive into that wonder. Yeah. And we took her to a catechesis of the good shepherd the other day. And Chad goes, why does she like at home act like a crazy fool and throw things and go nuts? But here she's so particular Mm -hmm. and she's so calm and she places things like so intentionally. Yeah. It's like, she knows. Yeah. She knows there's something bigger than herself here. And she Mm -hmm. knows her heart is drawn to, to that. Her her heart is connecting with the Lord's heart. Even if she doesn't understand theologically what's going on, there is some depth and real things that are happening there. I think what you just said, that she knows that there's something bigger than herself. Mm-hmm. I think that is something for all of us to seek out. You know, like I came home from the trip and back in Texas. And um, and granted, Texas has some beautiful areas for sure. But, you know, I'm not looking up at the cliffs yeah. 24-7. And, um, and so I had to kind of like be intentional about um, seeing Mm-hmm. what's there, yeah. you know, and it's all around me and it take, it took me slowing down to, um, to be able to, to appreciate it. And so in the moments where I can't physically slow down, I have to mentally slow down and like yeah. take a few seconds longer to look at the clouds or yeah. watch a bug carrying a leaf, you know, um, spend a little more time in my garden slowing being slow and like the other day going to my holy hour um the lord blesses with rain finally thank you jesus a whole lot uh, of it a whole lot of I decided, it whoever's praying for rain i've got it was father for kyle you. father kyle it was me and i were i'm gonna talking. need you to pray for some other things father kyle <laughs> the tuesday before school we went to daily mass and he prayed for an abundance of rain and i was i told philomena i was like okay if we ever have a prayer intention we're going to him yeah <laughs> there we there we go oh man did texas get some rain <laughs> yeah we did um but I was going to my holy hour and I was walking up and I looked at the clouds and I noticed like the slight, the slightest rainbow hue forming. So I just stayed and watched and it just got brighter and brighter and brighter. And soon enough, there was this magnificent rainbow right over me. And it was like 
I don't even understand. I don't, I don't know how to explain how bright it was, but it was incredibly bright. Um, it was just beautiful. And like in those moments when God puts it right in front of our face, like I am here, I, I got this, you know, I will cover you and my covenant mm. with you. Um, our covenant that we have is forever. It is binding. Like I'm never going to leave you. Yeah. Um, I'm always here for you. And it was so beautiful, but we can also see that in the tiniest little, mm-hmm. little moments, the tiniest little things, you know, and, and the beauty of churches and, um, yeah. Yeah. And the other thing I thought was really neat about this summer was, um, we went to this summer camp with our families and we had talked about sending the kids away to camp. And then we were like, well, we want to go too. Yeah. And so we just randomly, our friend Laurie, uh, Googled yeah. <laughs> and found this camp in, in Colorado. And then I think we ended up with like six families yeah. there together. And yeah, the whole time people were like, y'all are all from Texas. Why did you come all the way here? Yeah. Why are y'all here? We're like, Cause it's not 105 degrees here. And <laughs> Colorado beautiful. is beautiful. So that sounds fun. Um, but I think there was so much beauty to uh, getting to share our faith with our families. Yeah. Like, I get to do so much retreats and stuff without them, but it's not, I've never had all of this all together for something yeah. like that. Yeah. And the, the thing that really struck me was adoration that mm. last yeah, night that was we were beautiful. there. It was a family adoration and it was an hour and a half. It was like the longest adoration it I've was. ever done, much less with a two-year-old. Yeah, with and, confession too. and yeah, yeah, and confession and worship. And, and it was outside, which I think allowed for it allowed for kids to be kind of wiggly. Yeah. And you didn't hear it echo through the church. Yeah. It allowed for the Holy Spirit to blow through our hair in the wind, which yeah. I adore. And it allowed for us to connect with the beautiful creation that we were in. Um, but one thing that was so striking was the way that our children received it. Mm-hmm. And and I had had a hard day that day. It, pandas had been kind of rearing its ugly head in my family, and I just was like, ugh, I was over mm-hmm. it. And um, and I just, I felt really just loved on by the mm-hmm. Lord. I said, I, I knelt down and said, Lord, my heart is heavy. And he said, I know, let mm-hmm. me hold it for you. And I just had this moment where I was kneeling, kind of leaning over a bench, and I really felt like a physical lifting of my heart. Wow. And um, and and just lightning. And, and then he just was pouring into me in that, in that moment and just like, you know what? You can rest. I've got this. And then I look over, and our girls are in front of Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. And Philomena knelt in front of Jesus the whole time on a concrete floor. Mm. and that's Kendra's oldest and it was so beautiful to watch her just full you know with everything she has just opening her heart to him it, it was absolutely breathtaking and then sweet little Stella kept Stella's <laughs> Kendra's youngest they were sitting on the front row I was way in the back because I was trying to like entertain people <laughs> and, yeah. um, but uh, Stella kept going up to Jesus in the monstrance and kneeling in front of him and then she'd say mom can I go back and see him again mom can I go back mom can I go back and it was just this beautiful moment of them being with their Lord and Tessa went up there a couple times and also saw Jesus and and then Tessa was in the back with us and and she was just she was all in like she was Mm -hmm. a part of everything and I was like I can't imagine going to adoration with two and three year olds like Mm -hmm. I've never thought about doing that before but she, she could see all around her people who were in deep prayer too and who were having these kind of emotional moments. And so she'd walk over to him and sit with him and look up at him. And, oh, and I know, just ha- so sweet. go and give him hugs. Compassion. Like, like we're having this moment together yeah. with Jesus. Like she just, she could feel the presence in the room yeah. or in the outdoor space of, of what was going on there. And yeah. 
it was beautiful. It, it was beautiful, and and again, like just that childlike faith. And I think the the one of the my favorite things about that camp is that um, like on the first day, they they allowed. Um, parents to have a moment to break out and all the kids had a place to go and so we could be in our space and mm-hmm. um, there were some little ones who were with their parents which is totally fine um, and of course they were being kids right right and the the director came up and he was like you know you guys with your children here it is okay like mm-hmm. we are never going to condemn you or look down upon you because your kids are being kids yeah and I think from that then was such on, a good thing it here. was so beautiful yeah I think it let the parents just relax Mm-hmm. Um, know that they were welcome there, that their kids are welcome there as fully kids, you know? And yeah. I think in the place of prayer, um, I, I think it, it was known by the children that they were able to worship how they as children mm-hmm. could worship and yeah. wanted to worship and um, desired to worship. And so I think they felt that um, the freedom there just to be fully them mm-hmm. without constriction. Yeah. You know? And there was a beautiful reverence. Yeah. But there was also a freedom yeah. to just be children. Cause like Tessa yeah. was kind of walking around in the back yeah. and, and I don't know that I ever, and I, maybe this is more on me than it is on anybody else. I don't think I would ever allow her mm-hmm. to be, in a space like that for that long because I would feel like she was bothering somebody. Right, And I yeah. would pull her out, you yeah. know? So it was just such a great time to let her just be a kid and all of us stay yeah. in the moment. Like, not one of us going to go put her to bed while the others get to pray. It was yeah. like we all just got to be there together. Yeah. I was, uh, I saw a blaze was mentioning the other day that in College Station, there's a church that does one day a week is toddler adoration time. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. the sweetest thing you've ever heard? And so if you go to that hour, like on a Monday Uh at 10 a.m. or whatever, you know it's going to be wiggly. Yeah. And there's going to be some chatter, and there's going to be parents explaining Jesus in the the monstrance to their children. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. But but with reverence, right? Right, yeah. It's not a free-for-all crazy. But think about the joy that brings to the heart of the Father to have all of his children there. Right, and that's the thing. Like, that's the thing that, um, just going back to putting... I guess other God in a box or whatever that we we put this on him that he would be offended offended yeah mm-hmm. that that these children are being children but they're being who he created them to yeah. be in his <laughs> presence and he called them let the children come to me so of course he delights in them yeah. he totally delights in them and Mother Mary too she totally I mean she she's a mother so she knows Jesus was a squirrely kid you know and yeah. so of course she welcomes that and she desires that and delights in it 100% yeah. well and that's the missing piece to how do we keep our kids involved in the faith long term mm-hmm. and that's the missing piece of how does the church revive and have us mm. revival is we have to be in a place where we can freely sit at his feet and encounter him. Yeah. Yeah. We have to have that one-to-one connection that says, yes. I am his and he is mine and he has called me to this place and he yes. desires me and he delights over me yeah. because once we as adults or children have that mm-hmm. connection with him, we're not going anywhere. Right. Because yes. that's the best possible Amen. place we could ever be. Yeah. But if we're going to that place because we're told to go to that place. Right. <laughs> right. We right. have to. Yeah. Then we're missing a huge right. chunk of yeah. what the Lord desires for yeah. us. And I think it goes back to being in a place of wonder and awe over yeah. him, over his might, over who he is and who we are. Um, and not seeing him as um, 
I don't know, like this lightning bolt strike down upon yeah. you, vengeful God, because he's not. He is the lion of Judah, but he's also the lamb. Mm-hmm. You know, he is tender, but he is mighty. And so to receive both of those and to know that we are fully in his care and in his loving embrace, um, I think allows us to be there. To be there. And I think it's hard too because it's almost like an oxymoron. He's mm-hmm. so big mm-hmm. and he's so small. Yeah. He's so intense and can fight off evil, but he's so gentle and, and so kind intimate. and intimate. Yeah. And, and so it, it's constantly living in that place of learning more about him, yeah. letting him reveal himself a little bit at a time mm-hmm. and never feeling like we get to a place where we know everything there is to know about him. Cause yeah. I, cause yeah. I heard it in Catholic school and I learned it all. No, like right. that's not wonder and awe. Right. Wonder and awe is I'm always wanting more. Yeah. I'm always and, searching and, for more. And you, you mentioned that like, um, no, like knowing a lot, right. I think we got to connect it to the heart. Right. That's where wonder and awe comes from. Yes. Right? That's what you're saying. Wonder and awe is connecting the head to the heart. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. the missing piece right there. And yeah. if we're just in the head, then, then people walk away yeah. because they're not experiencing the fullness of what God desires for right, their lives. Right, right. The encounter. The encounter piece. The encounter. That's amazing. Um, so the, the Catholic family camp that we went to, it's called Annunciation Heights. It's in Estes Park, and mm-hmm. it's incredibly beautiful. Um, did y'all sign up already? I did, okay, yeah. Okay, us too. We're going yeah, the last July session in 23rd, July. and yeah. we do not get paid for this at all, but we're just right. sharing this with you. <laughs> there is a 10% discount right now yes. if you want to join us. It ends in August, so you have a couple days. Join Actually, us. I don't even know this I don't podcast know what is going to get out by then. <laughs> That's so we'll funny. See. But even if you don't get the 10% discount, you should still come yes. with us. Come to Colorado with us. It'll be so fun. We know that there's already, I think, five or six other families yeah. that have signed up. Yeah, I think Texas everybody who went with us they're going is back. going back. Yeah, yeah. So it was so. definitely one of those memories that my kids will always hold on to. Yeah. And there were families that go year after year, and it was mm-hmm. like the highlight of their summer. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, we also got to go and see a place where John Paul II walked. That's right. And yeah, touched. share about that. Yeah. He, um, oh, yeah, this was so cool. So he, there's a church down the road, and somehow they're connected. I don't fully understand the whole story behind it. It's called Camp Mola. Yeah, so it used to be. Oh, St. Yeah. Mola. Yeah, yeah. Saint it used Mola. to be Camp Mola, I think. So there was a camp, and then it burned down. And yeah. So then the diocese purchased this one that Annunciation Heights is at still, yeah. but the church is good, and they are, like, connected or something. So the whole area burnt to the ground except for this church that was built in the 1800s. That's amazing. And, and they have pictures of fire all the way around the church. Oh, really? Like, everything is dead around it. Oh, my gosh. The church is perfectly standing. That's amazing. And then they also – it flooded, too. And the church did not flood. I know. Oh, I love that. And then when John Paul II visited in... For uh, World Youth Day. For World Youth Day. Was that 92 or something? Yeah, I think so. He went there. And so they have all these pictures of him, you know, walking the grounds and all of this. And I was talking to my cousin who is from Dallas but went to Estes Park every summer as a kid growing up, which is part of what made me think like, oh, I want to go there. I probably know that Estes Park from Erica. And she's not Catholic. Actually, I think her mom was raised Catholic, so that oh, might really? have been part of why they were a little bit more interested in this. But she, I, I said, she said, did you go to St. Mala? And I said, yes, it was amazing. It was probably the best part of the trip for us is to get to walk where John Paul II had walked in. And she said, oh, yeah, when he came to Colorado, I was there. Oh, I was like, you were what? And she's like, yeah, that happened to be when we were in Estes Park. And she said, there was buzz all over the town. Like everybody was talking about how, you know, the Pope is here. Can you imagine? Going to the grocery <laughs> store, the Pope is here. And, and she said, um, yeah, there was like heightened security and traffic everywhere and all sorts of stuff. Wow. And, and she said, we happened to be driving by St. Mala on the way to somewhere else. And we saw him walking around outside. Oh my and gosh. she said the traffic was really bad. So they had to stop and they mm-hmm. got to like 
See him. See him. I know. And it just it was just one of those moments where it was like God was like, yeah, uh-huh. I planned all this. <laughs> I orchestrated this whole shebang so that you could be where he was and so that your cousin could have this yeah. moment. And 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 she's so open to the Catholic faith oh, and I interested. And I just I just pray one day that that could be yeah. what draws her in. But, like, what a gift. Yeah. And, and I think that it just shows it's, like, intricacy yeah. and all the little pieces and all how they work together of everybody yeah. in the entire world, how they come together. But it's part of this just amazing design that Beautiful he has for us. Tapestry. It was It was cool. That's amazing. And Eli was so funny because he saw this walking stick of John Paul II's. And, mm-hmm. um, and it was back in this kind of back room. Unless you went back there, you wouldn't see it. And there's a coffee shop there and stuff. And so we've been waiting for our coffee. And, and then I'm like, where's Eli? And I go back there. And Eli's like a tour guide explaining the whole story <laughs> about John Paul II and how he found this stick. And then he carved it. And he like gave it to – I don't know. It was so funny. I was like, okay, so he's just taking on this role. And I'm just going to teach people while we're here. <laughs> he's going to become a camp counselor one day. And then he's going to go there and give tours. Oh, he totally could. He's totally good. And Maybe the, be a barista. The camp counselors at this <clears throat> camp, that was the other thing that was so Oh, my gosh. To me. Yeah. They – Hope for the church. Oh my goodness, they are hope for the church, mm-hmm. and they had kind of handpicked them from all around. Yeah, they're from all over the place, and I've been around a lot of college kids and a lot of high school kids, and even ones that I would consider really deep in the faith. But I've never seen mm-hmm. a group of young adults as deep and mature in their faith as these were. Yes, Just, and servant-hearted. Oh, oh so servant-hearted. I mean, they so served beautiful. all summer long. And each family got two uh, staffers to be with them the whole week, yeah. which was really cool. Which I don't feel like we utilized them enough. I didn't quite understand what their role was. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out, staffers for next year. Now we know. We're no. going to have you babysitting all week. I'm just kidding. Um, no, but it was just so sweet because it gave us a time to get to hear their stories yeah. and to um, and to pour into them a little bit too. Like I, yeah. I spent some time just you know asking them, like, what's God doing in your heart? Yeah. And, and getting to, to share with them. A little bit too, because they needed yeah. it at this point. They'd been working there all summer long, right? Yeah. But I was blown away with every conversation we had. Me too. They're just the level of depth and mm-hmm. and what is it? They don't date all summer long. Oh yes, they have a, a dating fast. Yeah, they have a dating fast, and then what, what was it that they call they, like they, August? Your August first. Your August first. Yeah. <laughs> so they they couldn't date till August first, and of course, can you imagine? I'm sure like beautiful holy marriages are going to come out of that. Camp oh yeah, because. For sure. Because these kids are so well formed and equally yoked and right. desire the same beautiful beautiful marriage, but they were saying, "So who's going to be your August first? Like, who are you? Who are you trying to date on August first? <laughs> you <have> your eye <laughs> on who's going to ask out on August first? So I would have loved like a recap. Me too. And, and we were there like July. I think we left July twenty eighth. So August first yeah, so was coming real soon. Right around the corner. <laughs> so I they, forgot about they were that. excited about that. It was oh cute. my gosh, Anyways, that's so funny. It was beautiful. That's awesome. Hmm. Well, this is fun. so. We're back, y'all. Very yeah. excited. Very excited. Um, We're back. Feels good. And just a real quick, like, what's God doing in our heart right now? Um, there's this something that's just kind of brewing and brewing and brewing, and the Lord is building in us, and it's called Find Your Fire. Mm-hmm. And we have this deep desire to um, allow people to come into a place of awakening mm-hmm. and like really experiencing the Lord. And like, I just sometimes just want to shake people and be like, he's right there. Come on. y'all!" <laughs> and so we don't know where this is going to go yet. Um, but I would love for you guys to pray with us. And I yeah. feel like over the next couple of um, months of the podcast, 
it's going to take on a new form. Yeah. Like we are really yeah. fully inviting the Holy Spirit into this place to allow you all to find your fire. Mm-hmm. So pray for our guests, pray for this podcast. If you have any ideas of people who are like living out the spirit in their lives and have yeah. heroic stories of um, just trust in the Lord and virtue and all the things, send yeah. them our way because yeah. we would love to meet them. Yeah. And we're excited. Yes. All right, guys. Yay. Thanks. And we'll see you soon. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye.